Hi, ARMY. I'm Jennifer. I've met some of you before in person. I'm the owner of ARMY Really and the show Verbal Timelines. I've created this program in order to read um, and hopefully recap today's events since we're moving at such lightning speed in the BTS ARMY fandom. Today's show will be my Twitter feed and today is May 25th, 2018. As ARMY, we seem to only have active days, but today was really uh, quite something on my Twitter feed. Um, I, I'm i on U.S. time. I'm in California. So things will happen in Korea that I don't know about until I wake up. Um, today is no exception, and it took me quite a while to get through everything. <laughs> so I'll share that with you now. So first thing, uh, I'd like to talk about BTS's um, press conference because it really seemed to wow the reporters. Um, the fact that this group took things so seriously and not only did they use pens and pads to take notes or to write down things they wanted to say, but it was mentioned that they were uh, very focused and concentrating on their answers and the answers they gave, of course, were wonderful. Um, the one that I saw the most on my timeline was one where Kim Namjoon, RM, was talking about the use of the N-word in Western music. And he had humbly mentioned that um, they took out all of the words that would even resemble the N-word. Uh, you know, possibly um, N-A-E-G-A is how we romanize it or N-I-G-A is how we romanize it. Those words either mean you or me. Um, those words were taken out and they actually redid the lyrics and memorized the whole song again before they performed in the U.S. Another question was asked of Chimin about the death threat that he received. Um, and at first he laughed because I guess the reporter asked him about a picture that he had posted prior to leaving for the U.S. So he explained that that was just a picture of him being really tired, that he was not affected emotionally by the death threat. And um, he feels like his staff takes really good care of him. Just like all the time, BTS only worries for ARMY. This is a strong point that's being made now about the reason that BTS is basically taking over the world. Uh, everyone is trying to figure out the secret formula and uh, someone posted today that what an article on what it comes down to is that BTS really does care so much for ARMY. Um, they do not talk badly about us. They protect us with their words and their actions and they're always really, you know, they really always do care about us um, and they hear us, which is wonderful. And just as I mentioned that, the picture of Taehyungshi with the purple ribbon came up on my feed. So I definitely want to give a shout out to Miss Beatrice, the creator of Purple Ribbon Army. Um, and thank you to all the army who who did that at LAX and wherever else you're doing it around the world. Um, that's really brilliant. And look at the response from BTS, something I don't know how we can ever give back like that, but I'm so happy that the Purple Ribbon Army uh, came into being. The next uh, Twitter feed news is, of course, BTS's appearance on KBS Music Bank. 
they made uh, their first stage appearance of Fake Love at the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas in the U.S., historically. But their first Korean stage uh, was here on KBS Music Bank, and they did win. Um, it turns out that they set a record with the highest number of votes on Music Bank uh, for a winner topping everyone ever. Okay, not ever, but I'm ARMY, so... Um, but this score is for 2018, and it was achieved without a broadcast. So that means uh, that the album, per the number of albums that were bought, um, had played a really large part in this score. Uh, Jimin posted a tweet, uh, an excited tweet, and you may have seen it with a lot of hee-hee-hee-hees, um, Hangul H-I, um, excited that they uh, they just got back. Basically, they just got back into the into Korea. They just did the stage and they've already won an award. And speaking of Music Bank, I will include the links for the three stages that they had today. Uh, Fake Love, of course, on Panman and Airplane Part 2. For a bit of trivia, I want to briefly discuss the little letters that keep appearing on the different BTS members' clothing. Uh, I think I first saw it on V's shirt or jacket there are four little squares uh, with Hangul letters and if you read it it spells which means how I'm feeling about something or my what my heart is or it could be like what's you know my mind too but mostly when when you say that it means something like how you're feeling about something so uh, the next person it was on Jimin's pants it's been on his pants a few for a few weeks now and then suddenly today it they jumped off of Chimin's pants onto Jungkook's jacket I guess I'm not sure I haven't seen a picture yet but somebody said they were on Jungkook today so uh, kind of interesting and if you know what that means please tweet me at army really and let me know um, I mean the significance of it I know what the letters mean but I'm excited to find out and I know some other people are wondering and waiting because BTS love to give hints that we all find so brilliant when we find out what they mean. Okay, since I'm already spazzing, let's talk about Ellen. I have seen so many comments uh, today regarding the shows. Um, I personally loved everything. I loved the screaming, I loved the excitement, I loved how Ellen totally controlled the crowd, <laughs> like a mom, making them calm down, and actually at one point just being frustrated, like, uh, you don't even know the question yet. I don't know if you guys have watched the Ellen uh, links yet. Um, she posted them all on her on her Ellen tube on YouTube. I, I think she posted them early, like yesterday. But being ARMY, we find these things out quickly and start watching them and spreading them. So she deleted them. Um, but they all showed up again today. And so basically from this morning, we got to just watch her antics with them, the interview with them. Um, and their three stages, of course. And then they had some fun with the fans as well. I don't want to spoil that for anybody who hasn't watched them, so I'm going to leave the links on the video that I upload this. This, this, by the way, this recording will be uploaded to SoundCloud. It'll also be made into a video and put on YouTube. So when you hear me say that I'll drop the links, it'll most likely be in the description on YouTube. Um, 
I'm not sure if I can drop the links on the description on SoundCloud, so that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> anyway, getting back to The Ellen Show, a um, lot of content for her and a lot of comments on uh, Twitter. As a mature ARMY, I always, um, I always support ARMY in however they want to express themselves. I'm, I, I love ARMY. I'm their biggest fan. Um, I created ARMY really is just a fan account for ARMY, believe it or not. <laughs> um, and I do, I do have to pay attention to a lot of the comments that I read today um, regarding the amount of screaming going on at Ellen's show. At, it caused a bit of a problem, I think, for um, some of the stages, and I'm not sure if it was also in Korea where there was a problem. People had mentioned there was actually a hashtag going around for Namjoon because um, it seems like it was so noisy on the stages that no one could hear what was happening, and so they didn't know when he was on or when he was talking. Um, and so there was not a, a, like a large applause for him. Um, same kind of uh, comments for the Ellen show where there was so much screaming all the time, just constant, like there wasn't a break in the action that it, it was a little bit much. Um, so I think just overall, this is something that we can work on as just a, as a, you know, a fan base all over the world. I'm not pinpointing anybody. Um, um, I know the excitement is something that, you know, if you were at the Billboard Music Awards like I was, they used our excitement. They really did. Um, there's a lot of people posting GIFs and memes on Twitter regarding the Billboard Music Awards and how our the level of noise and excitement that we brought is uh, was used for other celebrities like during commercial breaks. Like when we would come back from a commercial break, they would flash to a picture of BTS on the boards they had, we had big boards and so we would of course make a ton of noise and that would be their intro like going into the next thing so it's understandable you know we i mean what was it chile that broke decibel records for noise i get it like we're really an excitable fandom um it, it's maybe something to address you know since there were so many comments about it um but or not either way i i support you either way i love you either way and i I guess since I brought up the BBMAs, I should discuss that. But I will, I'll discuss that on a different um, podcast because uh, it, it could get lengthy. It, it's interesting. You know, I was there. I was on the ground. I got to meet a lot of people like Liam, our favorite interviewer. Uh, I got to meet uh, a, a couple of people. Anyway, I'll discuss that on another, uh, on another broadcast. So what else? What else? If you are visually impaired and you cannot see uh, what the boys are wearing for their comeback stages or what they were wearing at the BBMAs, um, it seems like the theme of fake love is about being trapped um, or imprisoned or someone's slave because their wardrobe consists of a lot of harnesses. <laughs> chokers, harnesses, rings, uh, V wears a lip ring. Their hair is very long and mop-like. Uh, it's probably the best hair ever. I, I couldn't have even imagined it in my dreams. Long, they all have darkish hair, not black, but darkish. Um, the clothes, you can see the difference in the clothing, the quality of the clothes in this comeback from last comeback. 
Uh, they are spending a lot of money on their clothes and shoes. It is amazing to see. For the BBMAs, they were dressed in Gucci. Actually, a whole set of clothing was designed for them by Gucci based on... Um, I'm going to get this wrong. Let me let me phrase it correctly so I get it right. Mm, based on a student from Paris, uh, Paris, France. Um, the name of the event is called Protest of 1968. And it's, I guess it's designed uh, 2018 Gucci, one of their collections. That's what BTS was wearing, if you're wondering. Um... They were, it's hard to explain. Some of the outfits looked like school outfits. Uh, mostly I remember Jimin looking like he had a school uniform. Kim Namjoon RM looked to be uh, wearing kind of like a Hawaiian floral shirt with um, jeans. And then he had white Gucci shoes. Uh, Jimin was wearing black Gucci shoes. I remember that. Um, J-Hope looked sort of like school, kind of, with a, ha a little hat. And then uh, his shoes were like a floral pattern. Um, Taehyung, she had, I remember his shoes. They were like the Gucci tennis shoes. Uh, I think he was wearing jeans as well. And I don't remember everyone's outfits, but you could tell it was a theme. But now that I see it was an actual protest of 1968 um, based on a Paris student revolution. And then another thing I wanted to mention um there were a lot of articles written um, about BTS, about their comeback. Um, Vogue magazine wrote about Gucci, their Gucci clothes, of course. And they said that they shut down, <laughs> they shut down the Billboard Music Awards. That's interesting. Um, Billboard also wrote an article uh, titled BTS Drive the Studio Audience Crazy Performing Fake Love and Airplane Part 2 on Ellen. So they wrote an article about Ellen. Uh, Sumpi wrote an article regarding um, the explanation that RM gave for why they changed the lyrics. That's a good article. I love Sumpi. Uh, Apple Music, I think they just tweeted. Um, it may have been yesterday though and it was retweeted. They were really excited about the BTS album. I saw that a few days ago, and then today I saw that they put on Twitter, it's just too good, with like little heart emoji. Uh, listen to the new BTS album, Love Yourself Tear, now on Apple Music. CNBC also wrote an article. Um, it's titled, How These Seven Korean 20-somethings Became a Pop Music Phenomenon Bringing in Millions. Unfortunate that they have to make it about money um gucci also posted you may or may not know this from yesterday that gucci tweeted winners of top social artists at bbma including and they named them and then they said wearing they said hashtag gucci and then one of bts we all assumed that it was taehyung uh retweeted it and then unretweeted it and then re-retweeted it so anyway that's back it's back on the timeline uh forbes asia i found an article <laughs> entitled the first k-pop group to earn 1 million shazam bts has grown from a local sensation to a global phenomenon the band has landed a spot on our forbes u30 asia list i'm not sure if that was if that was current um cnbc's article is interesting just for the data they kind of collected data from 2017 and this year 
Uh, they mentioned how they were voted the most um, tweeted group in 2017. And their award last year, that they were on Ellen last year, and then Ellen commenting that it was like the Beatles when they arrived. Um, they did mention a lot about the New York Times interview. They actually quoted a lot of that. And um, they put up the picture that BTS put up after BBMAs when they met all those stars. They said they met, they posted it with Taylor Swift, Pharrell, Lil Pump, and John Legend. And other highlights in the news, the Pop Hub tweeted that BTS and Shiny are currently the highest charting K-pop artists on iTunes worldwide. Spotify has listed uh, top 10 most monthly listeners uh, for K-pop groups. BTS is number one with 6.85 million. Twice is number two, 1.84 million. Blackpink is number three, 1829 million. Uh, EXO is number four with 1.79 million. Then it goes down from there. Red Velvet, Big Bang, Momoland, 17, Winner, and Super Junior is number 10. Today is tomorrow in Korea, so it's already the 26th. And their second stage, uh, Fake Love Stage in Korea, is on Music Core. Um, they started preparing many hours ago, probably midday in California. I started seeing tweets about what they were wearing. Uh, again, it's more harnesses and people losing their minds, <laughs> army losing their minds. Um, so I look forward to those performances and some more updates for you. Um, I feel like this, this, uh, today has just gone on forever. It's around, it's almost midnight my time. So I'm going to go ahead and end this, uh, podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it, that it was informative and that it's helpful to you, um, and I just want to be an army and remind everybody to keep streaming and keep dreaming. <laughs> and I'm sending all my love out to you guys. If there's anything that you want me to cover or if you'd like me to share your tweets or your uh, anything on your social media, if you'd like me to read it, um, you can contact me at Army Really. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm um, all over the place with that with that app. So until next time, thank you so much for listening.